we're here to support you guys because the biggest thing for us or really for me is once we're able to lock into the issues you have if we're able to help you get to a high level of thinking then maybe you can help someone else hey you never know and so the biggest thing is community and and growing in that so that we're both we're all learning that's important getting therapy and and learning so we're trying to just try to i'm just trying to be the service i'm just trying to provide counseling services to individuals that really do need it and your families Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Holder. Dr. Holder, excited to have you on the show. Yes, I'm excited as well. Can't wait to speak about the things that you need me to speak about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the things that I want to speak about are all the awesome things that you're doing, and I'm super excited that we actually get to do this live here at Intelligent Office in Alexandria. So I guess before we talk about all the awesome things that you do, I wanted to hear a little bit more on what got you here. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? Okay. I knew that I wanted to be a CEO owner of my own business for since I was younger because my parents, they both were entrepreneurs. And so I grew up in a family of I, I knew what to be employed was as well as I knew what entrepreneurship looked like. Okay. So for me, it wasn't a question of uh, doing the entrepreneurship part. It's just what I was going to do okay. and how that was going to happen. Years later, kind of skipping through the story, but years later, I ended up uh, working with an awesome supervisor who had her own business and her own model. And I kind of learned a lot from her okay. when I uh, first started out. And so she taught me a lot of things. But the biggest thing for me with her, she kept me with a lot of clients. Yeah. So I saw everybody from children to elderly couples, family. I mean, she had, she just threw me into everything. And so I got so much great experience working in that field and working, at, but also seeing how she did her business as well. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do all of this, but it's just, <laughs> it's just the when now, because now I have an idea and I'm getting my confidence in doing so. The next bit I did, I was a director for a couple of center, for a couple of programs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I got a lot of my confidence to just, hey, I can really do this thing. And so I was in New York because I, um, I was in New York originally. Mm-hmm. And then I came here a couple of years ago to this area, the DMV area. And I started my business in 18, okay. 2016 in New York. Okay. But then I transferred it to 2018 in, um, in uh, the DMV area. And so, yeah, I've, I've been in the counseling field for over... 20 for about 20 years now and so again i worked as a counselor for different programs and different agencies it was just when was i gonna do my thing and so really i started part-time in 2016 in new york Mm -hmm. and then when i moved here it was just needed to do it in 2018 and then from there i just never stopped now i'm adding employees and all those things because i'm growing and so i'm just really excited of where this is going so i'm not i'm I'm learning different programs i'm learning how to I'm, put, I'm trying to put myself in different positions. That's why I'm here. And just learning about how it is to continue to be and flow in the CEO position that I that I have acquired 
within myself. Nice. I absolutely love that. I love that you had the entrepreneurship in your blood and it's done what a lot of people don't always do, which is, I think, really get great at your craft and the things that you do. So I love that you knew this is where I'm going to end up, but you did the things that sometimes, and I'm talking more about myself than anything else, (laughs) kind of jump past that and try to get their hands dirty. But I think Mm -hmm. being able to be an expert at the craft that you have and taking those steps and and knowing that now you have that opportunity, you have all this experience and everything comes to fruition in a great way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I concur. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're serving your clients. Can you take us through what that looks like? Yeah. Yeah, it's a party of, it's three of us. I have, it's myself and I have two other clinicians on in the on staff. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's virtual for right now because we were at a physical location and COVID happened. And so I never went back to the physical location. We may do that in the future, but right now virtual just works better. Right. And so uh, you can see our website, .com. you see our staff intro and all the things there. And we see individuals, couples, and families. Mm-hmm. And really, you're going through a life transition, you're going through stressors, you're going through anxiety, depression, any family issues, brother, sister, mother, daughter, couples, families, divorce. We're here to support you guys because right. the biggest thing for us, or really for me, is once we're able to lock into the issues you have, if we're able to help you get to a high level of thinking, then maybe you can help someone else. Hey, you never know. And so the biggest thing is community and, and growing in that so that we're both we're all learning that's important, getting therapy and, and learning. So we're trying to just try to we I'm just trying to be the service. I'm just trying to provide counseling services to individuals that really do need it and your families and, and so forth. Yeah, <laughs> I love that because I think that so many times when we think of filling up our cup, healing ourselves how powerful that is for, you know, self or the individual, but also how that impacts so many other people. You talked about that community piece. And I think that's something that we don't have a lot of awareness over. If we're going through something or we're struggling with something, sometimes silo ourselves and just say, hey, I'm dealing with this. But I think for better or sometimes not so good, we don't see the impacts that can have. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So it's it's so powerful, the things that you do. Do you feel like that's part of what I would call your secret sauce? It could be for yourself, the organization, or combination of both. Is it that ability to understand and see all of that and see the impact that obviously the work that you're doing with the person that might be across from you or virtually across from you, but also how that impacts so so many other people? Yeah. Quick story. So uh, I wasn't always a counselor counselor. I Mm -hmm. started out as a career vocational. Okay. Yeah. I started out way, way early in my career when I first started. I started out a vocational career. And then I noticed, I'm like, wait a minute. There's more to it than this. There's a reason why they're not getting their careers and their resumes together. What else? Mm -hmm. And then the next level was substance abuse counselor, right? Mm -hmm. And I went to the next. Because for me, I realized that this whole counseling thing, it was about the person. And I really do enjoy people. To be a counselor, you have to love. Not like love people. (laughs) And so, and and being an investigator of that. So, Substance abuse counselor. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Okay, now I understand why it is that they're, they're not getting to their levels. Okay, substances. Okay, boom. But wait a minute. What's the reason why they're using substances? What's going on there? Yeah. And then I, I went higher and I, I'm not, now I'm a professional counselor. I can see anything, anyone, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I did was I continued investigating the person and their different areas, different factors to realize that it's not just one caveat. Like, like the community, even within yourself, you are community you, you have your spiritual your social your emotional psychological yeah, all the things all right, the right, all the shows. <laughs> right and so i realized going in that level going in those levels to get into that real client it, it helped me to get to that 
everything. So when you get to everything to the, to, of the client, it's not just when the client comes in for one thing, it's not just always one thing because it's like, why is this one thing? And let's go deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. It goes into more things. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I love it because I could definitely, you're not passionate at all about this at all. It's, it's very important. <laughs> I love, I, I love yeah, it. I, I'm worried. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why. I was just thinking of like the, the kid that asked why. And, and, and I, I love that because there you go, because you really get down to what the core of things are, because you're saying, OK, you're not getting the job you want, but why? And then you ask about why, but why, but why? And you end up getting to, I think, the true source of what you end up doing, which is actually helping to help serve that person on sometimes not apparent ways that are blocking them from getting the job because they haven't de- dealt with whatever thing that might be not parent to them absolutely because again they come in for one thing i just know oh, there's all these five other things and they, the thing is the, 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 the thing is they don't know they don't, they don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah so i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so this could be more of an app a book or even a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient prayer prayer pray i try to pray every day and it just keeps me focused it keeps me centered on just being able to get your thoughts together and just pray to God and just pray, just really get your sense of just genuineness and your thankfulness on, (laughs) your gratitude on. Just be grateful every day for life, especially my parents have passed a couple of years ago. And uh, yeah, I I talked about my dad was at Mufasa. (laughs) just, Just from that, their legacy just thinking about my siblings and just all the things i just i'm just very thankful so mm-hmm. the hack is really being grateful and thankful every day and prayer yeah definitely prayer I love that. And I think when you're able to, sometimes we can lose focus and look at things that we don't have in this lack and I want this or I want that. But I love the practicality of of praying and and how talking with God and having that conversation and especially coming into that conversation with gratitude of things that sometimes we take for granted is so huge and how that can make an uh, an impact on us and push you forward in a really great day. It does. It really does. It just changes your mindset. Like if you're like this, you force yourself to like literally calm down in your brain when you're being thankful when you're just like let me smell the trees, right? right. Smell the flowers. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, a, it's a great reminder to just be present overall. That's so, it. There you go. There you go. So what would you consider to be what I call a CEO nugget? A little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say you might tell your younger business self this if you were to hop into a time machine. Oh, uh, my favorite quote of all time. Uh, what is her name? Oh, my goodness. My, it's my, my, my Angelo. Yeah. Believe what people show you about themselves. Mm. Bullets. Don't, don't, don't ignore the gut feeling. Don't believe it. You know how many people I have to talk to about this? My teenagers, my kids, my, my, listen, this is what the family member is showing you. Don't ignore it. Pass it on. Believe what they're showing you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Do you feel like we or people have a tendency to maybe want to believe what they want to believe rather than what is in front of their face? All the time. Because it makes it simple. It makes it it easier for them to be more agreeable. It makes it easier for them to make a decision that they probably shouldn't have. Or it just makes it easier for them, but it's still unhealthy because you're not believing what you're seeing, the truth in front of you. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Quick story. Go for it. All right. I had a... 
that I can, we, I do boyfriend, girlfriend as well, partners, mm-hmm. so not, not marriage, I do, you know, regular partnerships. Right. And a uh, guy girl comes in, they're talking, they're not sure, girl isn't sure, this is an in-person, girl wasn't sure about the relationship, the guy's saying this and that, but she's not sure, so they came in just to get some assessment work. Right. And so, um, and immediately, I'm like, this guy is not interested mm-hmm. in getting married, because that was her goal, she wants to get married, want to have kids, all of that. Right. And I'm listening to this guy speak, and he is not, he is not, and she's hoping. Yeah. She is hoping because right. she's been with him for a couple years and they, they've had a life. And I, as a therapist, you don't tell them what to do. Right. You, you make suggestions, you recommend, right. but they have to come to their own conclusion and, and conclusions and, and decisions. And so you give them the framework, well, the, the, the resources, the all of the things, support, right? right? To let them come to that conclusion themselves. Right. And towards the ending, she realized on her own through me speaking up, well, this is what he's saying here. Are you hearing what he's saying? Right. Because he's not even saying it directly to her, right. right? So I had to do the bridge in communicating back. When she realized the truth, like you could just see the downfall. She's, I guess I have to make my decision. And that was the last session, mm-hmm. which I knew it was coming. Right. And I'm like, okay. And that's that. I can't tell you what to do. Right. I can only give you the information that's presented. Yeah, yeah. But that was sad. But I was happy for her because at least she knew the truth. Because forcing someone to be married specifically, that is horrible. Yeah. So I'm glad that she came to her decision and not continued with the young individual. Yeah. You said it was sad. I, I think it, of course, it's not In the, not in the moment of that sense, yeah, that's but, what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I completely <laughs> understand. But I think at the same time, it's the idea one door closes on what opens so by allowing you to have that space that's yes. a way then that allows the next opportunity to come in and i think by holding on to those things and those things that sometimes we want to see but aren't actually there that's only hurting both parties absolutely. and probably more of that community that we talked about too absolutely yes yeah. yes absolutely so now i want to ask you my absolute favorite question which is the definition of what it means to be a ceo we're going to have different quote-unquote ceos on the show so dr holder what does being ceo mean to you Initially, doing everything. Okay. <laughs> you have to get your uh, promotion up. You have to get your leadership. You're going on leadership courses. You're just pretty much... Okay. Let me just start off. Okay. So, I wasn't all CEO, right? Like I said before, I had to kind of like get my craft going. So, I have to be comfortable being a counselor and being, you know, very confident in that, right? Being a counselor and being CEO of a therapy therapy practice is very, very different. They don't teach you that. Actually, I have a course. I don't know if you saw it in my in my bio. I have a yeah. course out that I have where I show you how to get to the therapy practice part because I've been getting a lot of like inquiries about that. So, I mean, of course, I'm like, hey, check it out. Hey, this is one, two, three, and out of agencies of counseling, mm-hmm. getting counseling, counseling business started. So, basically, I'm involved in all parts of the business. I am hiring. I am letting people go. I am contributing. I am just making sure that my staff is, is okay. I'm meeting with staff on a regular basis. I'm doing the marketing on the back and I'm making sure the website is promote, getting promoted. So I'm just doing all the things right now. I just, I'm not just, but I have hired also uh, a assistant to help with different things, phone calls, all those things. So I am, as I get bigger, am going to be adding more to the practice. So being a CEO really is making sure that your baby, <laughs> which is your practice, is taken care of. Really, you're taken care of. Are you getting your? Are you updating yourself with the different skills and strategies over time? Are you updating yourself as a business owner? Because it's, it's 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 
different hats, obviously. Right. So pretty much doing everything initially. And then my goal is to begin delegating. And I've already started doing the process of doing that. I love that. You said a, a baby. And I was thinking the phrase, it takes a village to, to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a business as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely appreciate that, Dr. Holder. Appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak. Okay. Just see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get on view, find about the course and all the awesome things that you're working on. Okay. My tag on Instagram and Twitter and uh, TikTok and social media is <laughs> Dr. Holder underscore HLP. And on my Facebook, it's on my Instagram. If you look on, if you click the link in my Instagram page, I have a book out as well with, uh, to help couples. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my book out, I have my course, and I have, I have a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. It's called What's Your Heart Problem Podcast. And I try to do once a month, but everything's going on. I try to do once a month every Wednesday, first Wednesday of the month. Awesome. Thank you, ma'am. I truly appreciate you making it easy. We'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, including that course as well, too, that Dr. Holder mentioned. That should be loads and loads of goodness. <laughs> so thank you so much again for taking time out, coming with me live. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I Am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.